So our first reading is from John chapter 19 and it's verses 17 to 27. And he went out bearing his own cross to the place called the place of a skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him and with him two others, one on either side and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather, This man said, I am king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it, to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfil the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus was his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. And he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his home. <clears throat> Thank you, Stephanie. Our text verses are from verses 26, 26 and 27. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Topic, what to give your mother on Mother's Day. Beloved to our Lord Jesus Christ, our women are important. Without the loving care of a mother who listens to problems, to comforts and cares there's no unity in the family and so it is with the household of God his church as well everyone in the church has a distinctive place a function to fulfill also our sisters without their gifts we cannot exist but I want you to put yourself in your wife or your mum's shoes today. 
It's not easy being a mum today. When you put yourself out there, it's not easy. I read through quite a few articles in the preparation of this sermon. And especially in this day and time, we need to pray for our sisters, our wives constantly. No matter how old or young you are, no matter how many children you have, where you live, how much money you have, what your talents are. It's not easy being a mum. There's a few quotes I found in an article. To the woman who wants to be a mum, but for some reason can't be one right now. It's not easy being you. Praying and hoping for your miracle is one of the most emotional times in your life. To the new mum, living of only a few hours of sleep every night because your baby just doesn't sleep. It's not easy being you. Waking up every hour, trying to put a baby patiently back to sleep as you close your eyes, nursing or bottle feeding, as you just dream of the day you could sleep for just a four-hour period without interruptions. It's exhausting. To the mom who has several children, maybe another one on the way, it's not easy being you. Not only are you a mum, you are a multitasking queen, driving children here and there, friends coming in and out of your house, playdates, helping with homework, playing with the little ones, feeding the baby, while making dinner, packing lunches, giving each individual child your attention. You don't have it easy. To the mum who can't stay at home with children, it's much of a blessing it is to have the opportunity to spend so much time at home and be in their lives. House life can be chaotic. To the mom who goes to work every day, it's not easy. Working all day, and then coming home to her family, sometimes too much. How do you do it? And to the mom who's tired, to the mom who's overwhelmed to the mum who tries her best every day but feels that she's just not getting there. To the mums whose children don't visit them anymore. Mums who are lonely. To the mums whose children are too busy. To the mum who fakes a smile. To the mum who pushes through every day. You don't have it easy. And our mothers and wives don't have it easy. And therefore, we need to give them something special on Mother's Day. Keep them constantly in our prayers. But the Lord gave us the perfect example. And how Jesus treated his earthly mother, Mary. What he gave her on that day the darkest day in human history, but also the sweetest day for us. But still Jesus gave his mother the best in his deepest suffering on the cross. Let us first go back to Mary, what we know about Mary. Mary, we see a mother, deep love, care, tears, concern. 
the suffering when our children heard or suffer. And that's the tears that Mary had when her son was crucified. At the beginning of her life, she was just a young girl. When an angel told her that she would bear a child, and Mary could not understand that the Lord chose her as his humble servant to bring his salvation plan to execution. And Mary saw the immense miracle of grace and the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. She praised God that he loved her so much that he chose her to fulfill his covenant in our Lord Jesus Christ. Mary heard that she had to call the baby Jesus, Luke 1 verse 31, for it is him who will redeem the people of their sins. Sometimes we go by and ignore the person of Mary. But we see in her a person that the Lord had favored. The fulfillment that woman is now physically included in the covenant of the Lord. That God loved Mary so much that a Savior would be from her. This does not bring us to the worship of Mary but to praise as with her that the Lord fulfilled his covenant promises in Jesus. Should we pray to Mary? Can we rely on Mary? Never. No, she's just an earthly mother, sinner. But a son of God was born from a woman, the Virgin Mary. The favor, the first among all women. She was the mother of the Redeemer. And his name was Jesus. The focus should always be on Jesus, whose blood flowed for us. Mary was just a human who had to learn that her first child, her firstborn, was chosen for higher things. Mary also had to learn what Jesus is and who Jesus was, and that Jesus had to die for our sins, and she had to surrender that child to death. Mary had to see that her son was crucified. She saw how her son was mocked and insulted because the justice of God demanded that our sins can only be paid with the death of his son. When Jesus was 12, Mary had to learn that he was busy with the things of his heavenly father. He was gone and she was like any other mother in fear. Son, why have you treated us like this? She asked. Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. But already then our Savior knew what his task on earth was, the will of his heavenly father for him. He knew that he was Jesus and he said to his mother, Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But Mary and Joseph did not understand what Jesus was saying to them. And so the Lord prepared Mary as well as mum. And she had to learn that Jesus was also her Savior. God's Son, our Redeemer. That his name was Jesus. Her faith had been tested when Jesus sent her away with the words, If anyone comes to me, does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yet even his own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. <coughs> Jesus' mother and brothers wanted to prevent Jesus to do the work the Lord 
had prepared him to do. And Mary had to learn what Jesus' purpose was. Obedience to God above all that Jesus was her Savior. But then we come back to the cross and the deepest love. In his deepest suffering, Jesus gave Mary the biggest gift of all. And he made sure that his mom is taken care of physically, but also spiritually. He knew and understood his mother's grief and tears of the cross. Tears for a son that was born out of her womb, was now crucified. <coughs> suffering on that cross. It was suffering for Jesus as well to see his mother there at the cross. Among those who stood next to the cross... And he suffered because she suffered. And standing at her side was the Apostle John. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. <coughs> then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. But it's so important to know that Jesus said woman, not mother. It was so thoughtful of that as well. The word mother would have driven the salt even more deeply, deeply into the soul of Mary. Now Jesus used the word woman. But also that Mary should no longer think of him as a son. But could look upon her as her Lord. Even then she would suffer, but her suffering will be of a different nature. She would know that though his suffering is indescribable, it's also glorious and it has a purpose. And Jesus wanted Mary's suffering to be replaced by something higher, to know that he is her Savior as well. But it's also important to see that up until the end that Jesus showed his love to his earthly mother. Jesus was not willing to leave anything undone that he ought to do so. <coughs> so he arranged for his mother's future. And we see in Jesus' example what we should do as well. How we should feel and act towards our parents and the women in our life. Even while Jesus was on the cross, bearing the weight of the whole world on his shoulders, he took time to take care of his mother. What a wonderful example. But also for those who don't take care of their mothers anymore, don't, those who say, I don't have time because I'm too busy. Comfort the mothers in your life. Jesus taught us. Cherish them. Take care of them. Even when they are getting old. We should put their needs above ours. But even more the suffering of Jesus in seeing Mary suffer, his love as a savior was far more than a son's concern for his mother. Have you ever realized that this was the last task that Jesus did before he died? took care of his earthly mother. 
provided comfort to his mother as a savior. He provided for her physically, but also made sure that Mary knew that he is her savior. Now after this, we know how it finished. Jesus passed away, but he also said, I thirst. And after that, he said, it's finished. It's so important to see this last act of Jesus. That we need to see that our parents and wives are physically looked after. But we also need to look after their spiritual well-being. As parents did with their children. We need to make sure that they are comforted. That they are spiritually nurtured. Ready to go to the Lord's mansion one day in the knowledge that Jesus is their saviour. We visit our parents, visit our parents on Mother's Day, and that's why we are here. But most importantly, and I'm now talking to adult children who have their own families, do you now talk to your parents about the most important of all, Jesus? Do you pray for your parents? And are we sure also that our parents know that Jesus is their saviour? That Jesus, it was an important task that his mum also knew her saviour. His name was Jesus. She had to learn that his name was Jesus and above all her saviour. And today we can celebrate Mother's Day and we can enjoy the virtues of mothers according to the word of God. And if we look at the women of the Bible and Mary, we see also the characteristics of our Lord Jesus Christ in them. Mary steers, we can also see Jesus' loving care, his grace, his serving love, willing to wash his disciples' feet, willing to die, willing to provide for his mother and his deepest suffering. Remember that Jesus suffers when we suffer. But also remember that Jesus is now in heaven at the right side of his Father where he pleads our cause. And that Christ intercedes for us with the Father and if we sin and disobey his commandments, then he prays for us and pleads our cause with his Father. Christ has not forgotten us. Bought us with his blood and he's pleading our cause in heaven. The Lord is also pleading our cause when we are feeling things are getting too much. Too many responsibilities, too many tears over your children, too many worries through his spirit, he comforts and wipes our tears away. The same as our earthly mothers. How often was God not prepared to the image of an earthly mother? Isaiah 66 verse 13. God comforts and compares his love with the comfort of a mother. God says, as a mother comforts her children, so will I comfort you and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. What will you give your mother on Mother's Day? We follow Jesus' example. He gave everything up at the end. Gave himself for her. Made sure that she knew his Jesus. He gave her and all of us a redeemer. Happy Mother's Day. All glory to the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great sacrifice you've made on the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ that we know that he bare 
all the sins, this world, but especially my sins, that cross. But also for a great example that he set, how we should treat our mothers, how we should look after them, how we should pray for them. When they're old, when they're young, that we should love them unconditionally as your mothers love us. Lord, we thank you for mothers. We thank you that you gave us mothers to take care of us in this earthly life. We thank you. And when we remember our mothers, especially those who went to you, we praise you for them. And we thank you, Lord, especially as we think about them this day. But also for our mothers who are alive, our wives, we thank you, Lord. And above all, we thank you for our Lord Jesus Christ, the great love that you showed to us. Be with your church this morning. Comfort them as a mother comforts her children. In Jesus' name, amen.